Hi Zara, how are you? Hi Shara, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm I'm doing okay. Uh so can you give us a short introduction about yourself before we get into talking about everything and anything which we want to talk about? Yeah, sure. Uh so I have been working in Pakistan for now the past 10 years and uh, I am an advocate for high court. I predominantly work in Karachi. And, and I deal with a lot of family cases uh, recently. I say recently, but in the past, I've been working uh, on a lot of criminal cases, harassment, abuse, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, Central cases as well. Um, but, you know, as being educated in the high court, I'm sort of taking on any kind of case that comes to us, property relations, etc. I became a share with a tax practice, uh, mm-hmm. so actually, um, Bachelor of so he of course is now um, the DP and I am just, um, so I've done a bit of tax work with him too. All right, so uh, one thing which I don't think you mentioned is you're the CEO of the Women's Lawyer Association? Yes, I am. So I, <laughs> I think you seem to know more about me than I do myself. No, I, so yeah, I, uh, I'm the CEO of the Women's Association as well. So being the, being the CEO of the Women's Lawyer Association, Women Lawyer Association, I wanted to have you on to talk about the, the sort of hardships and the struggles women face in law. Because um, generally, Pakistan is a very patriarchal society. It's not really an equal playing field. And law is an even, it magnif- in law, it just magnifies tenfold. If you look at international societies like the UK and the US, even there, there's a little bit of a discrimination towards women. Uh, the, the female lawyers and female judges um, aren't really in the league as, uh, in the same league as men in terms of numbers and uh, the opportunities given. So I wanted to have you on to talk about some of the hardships you face. Uh, let's start off with the Women's Lawyer Association. And uh, you said it was founded two years ago, but I wanted to kind of hone in on uh, the purpose behind it and what the mandate is. What, it, what point is it driving forward? What does it do? So, okay, I'll start off with a little background because that would actually make more sense in mm-hmm. um, building up the WNA Women Lawyers Association and how it came yeah. about. So, I moved back in September 2011. I was working in the UK and uh, you know, I've been there for nine years mm-hmm. uh, before studying, etc. And, um, you know, so I, I, you know, I came as a very enthusiastic, uh, you know, young girl saying, right, I want to make a difference. I want to help, help society. I want to help my people. You know, I want to try and do something which in, in the legal profession, in my field, could be... Every know. lawyer's initial dream is... is yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And the fact that I worked, worked in India and then I'd gotten that exposure, I felt that, you know, maybe some changes could be made. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and we could... Pro- progression, to try and progress, have society as a, as a whole to progress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, uh, because law is one of the basic um, uh, foundations of any society, right? Yeah, for sure. Anyhow, so I came back and um, one of the, so I've had a very mixed experience. Um, I've been very lucky. Mm-hmm. I, I won't lie. But I've also had, I had to face hardships in a very discriminatory, not even discriminatory, just in a very different manner. And mm-hmm. I tell you how. Yeah. So, you know, I, I said I want to be a litigator. I've done the bar. I've done the New York. I'm going to journey to New York. 
So I don't want to sit in a corporate job. I, you know, I've done it. I've tried it. It's not my cup of tea. Therefore, I was asked in my first job to just sit and draw all the time. Mm. Um, and that I found to be very uh, disturbing because I yeah. annoyed to be honest, you know, because I, I just couldn't hack it. Um, yeah, there, wanted- yeah, there's but- a little bit of a notion which everybody has that the court isn't the place for a woman because yeah. and people justify it with like by saying it's really messy and you know the type of people who at least i don't know about the higher courts but the lower courts that's the excuse which is given so i'm sure you probably went through all those excuses it's better if you don't go no absolutely you know i i so basically i was i was told that you know you have to license Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, I I don't have anyone who belongs to the legal profession in in, in my family, so mm-hmm. I had no idea, you know. And I would just say, "Jisa, you know, Jisa." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When you're very new to the whole thing, anyhow. So um, I uh, I had to literally fight my way through and mm-hmm. taken. I need to go to court. So then I was taken to court twice a week or maybe thrice a week. And okay. um, I. I would like to say that in my first job of two and a half years, apart from maybe honing my drafting skills, a bit of research, and finding law books myself, and I say this, you know, because I was not, you know, I my my employer knew that I had just come back from England. So mm-hmm. I mean, even if I had a generalized overview of what was happening and the working of uh, the legal system in in Pakistan, um, there was no guidance whatsoever. Yeah. So you know, like, I came across the Tarnoshah Habib. Thankfully, in the first two months of my being there, and I said, "Oh, ye bhi hota hai," because a lot of um, senior lawyers do not um, conduct evidence proceedings. You know, oh, yeah. Anyway, so um, that kind of stuff. I, I faced. Um, I was told also that you know you are um, you know you belong to a certain family, so after the work, any kind of work, nahi hai. After court, jaani. Kisi jisko jisko iska haq hota hai, usko court, you know, usko ilawi milni chahiye. I'm just completely dismissing your wants, your needs, and everything, huh? Yeah. You know, whatever, wherever I belong from, I want to make it my own way, right? Yeah. And that is my, uh, you know, it's my right. Uh-huh. You know, after mujhe nahi rakhna, that's up to you, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. Those things I see. Um, then, uh, you know. I won't go job wise, so then that'll just be too long. But I'm just saying overall, like then I've also had to face sometimes, and uh, someone say, oh, but why is your mom calling you, you know, four six a.m. to discuss something, you know? I mean, so and you know, you say okay because I am the eldest child and uh-huh. I need so just things like that, which I mean, I, I guess is also it could be um, relevant to males as well. But you have family commitments, which you can take. You know, you can take a phone call during your office, but because yeah. you were a woman, you were there. And I was I would work long hours, so a lot of people have issues with long hours. I never did. You know, I've mm-hmm. been in office three a.m. in the morning. I have once had to finish a case at five because of not my own fault. But hey, you know, you do it. It's part mm-hmm. of the job. It's part of the profession. You learn. So ये चीज़ होती है, but I feel that uh, that I was lucky because I had the permission to be out till late. You know, yeah, or yeah, yeah. That could be a hurdle as well because that is a hurdle, right? A lot of people find that to be thing. But mm-hmm. apart from that, I've had so I. I've never been taught. There are law firms in fine which teach young um, young lawyers now, male or female, and I think that is brilliant. Yeah. I went into that, so that's where I was unlucky. But then, mm-hmm. but then, you know, when you when you sort of um, put them in such a hard power, my case, I can't find that thing. You know. Uh huh. So that was an experience in itself. You know, mm-hmm. I was 
said ki chalo ab let's do my research let's find out what i like what i want to do and how i'm going to progress mm-hmm. so i think that was great also um i made some really good choices um there were some forms which you know i was told ki aap yahan na jaye bilkul bhi brand new ke mujhe opportunity tha to be able to argue okay so what i was ki i i said ki i'm going to uh, spend a year a year and a half only in the low court right okay yeah i'm going to go to the high court i'm going to argue each and every case the funds i was working for Hmm. and i'm going to make myself really good there you know because that is yeah. a learning and i'm not saying i'm great now but you know you sort of progress right yeah i and mean when when you think about the the structure that's what it's supposed to be you're supposed to go into the lower courts you're supposed to hone your skills there you're supposed to get better and then the two year grace period before you get get into the high court that's what it's for uh, now in in the situation of everybody like even even myself there's this notion that bar kar lo you can bypass bypass the two years of the waiting period or whatever and you go directly into the higher courts which shouldn't be the case it yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be like that at all because then you're going in blindly without any experience Absolutely. so yeah i'm sure that helped a lot the fact that you had already and there should there would be some sort of recognition because there is a bit of an overlap so when you went into the higher courts i'm sure if not the judges the lawyers would be like oh you know she probably knows she's really good in the in the lower courts there were quite a few I, yeah that is actually correct because there were quite a few especially in the banking courts so you have to mm-hmm. know some to the banking court specialty you know because that is a specialized court yeah. or um or this is called the banking defensive court the nap court the there's a cns court which is like the drug regulatory court yeah and so courts like that you know you will and i and i was very lucky that i had got that experience you know i mean i was told the first day i was going to city court hey you know we want to be scared and don't do it. i will i promise you and i hope anyone who who is you know a struggling uh, young lawyer wanting to come into profession here is the city court is amazing okay? yeah you ready you might see a few few guys with like handcuffs on their hands but honestly it is amazing it is you learn there you uh, even if you you know your your uh, procedurally you learn there you learn um, how to argue on a case you learn mm. how to deal with the judge you learn how to deal with the clerk you learn how to do everything you know yeah. and if you make a mistake if you are given that chance to sort of cover that mistake or uh-huh. rectify it in fact where in the high court sometimes you just get like any lawyer be it senior or junior will get blasted for no reason or some yeah, court yeah, yeah. Huh. and then you have to go and file a million applications to try to get right so <laughs> i think that's where you learn hmm. uh yeah so now coming to uh the women women lawyers association so uh tell me about that how how did it come into being and was it just you who took that initiative forward or did you find a couple of like minded people and you kind of discussed it and then that's how it came to being So um okay so you know there's one thing that I'd always thought of uh this is you know when I joined the profession that we so we had at that time when I joined which is again 2011 mm-hmm. we only had one bar room right yeah, and a bar yeah. room room recreation room just mm-hmm. in between the breaks or something uh, khana peena hota hai wahan socialization yeah ab we had now that was just that one room now yeah. there were a lot of women who were very uncomfortable to go and sit there Mm. I did not have that problem. As I said, I've been lucky. You know, we we we've been brought up in an environment to study abroad, etc., and had that sort of exposure. It's okay to sit yeah. in, sit in a room. Like, yeah, you, 
you learn how to speak to people even if you're not even if you're not learning about pakistan or anything you you kind of realize okay this is how you speak to someone professionally and you know all all those things when you go abroad and study at least which over here that might not happen because over here i feel like a lot of the um, people who are offering llbs they still treat the the way it's offered is still pretty much like a levels where where there's minimal interaction between your professors and stuff like that which doesn't really help uh, people develop into into a profession which has a lot of lobbying has a lot of uh, you know speaking pr- uh, publicly like yeah no i think it's also just we also have social constraints right mm-hmm. when when you're when you're coming up in when you're being brought up in an environment especially if for example you even do a second law college i mean you have friends people are interacting but this is that sort of in this constraint is not it's just a thing of society i i feel more than anything yeah mm-hmm. you know so um and what i saw was okay we had a room but then apart from some women being un- uncomfortable not wanting to be really go and sit there Mm-hmm. um or not even having space at that time up to second wala bhi ho gaye we have a second bar but um what another thing was that you know we felt that um i felt that we had like a small and i know this is what to talk about we had a small literally two by two toilet mm-hmm. that's where the girls would go in and move the hijab quickly fix the hijab and then come back right mm-hmm. it was really tiny it still is yeah. very yeah you you know and it just suddenly i thought in the back of my mind never anything about it um until it came to a point and then the first second bathroom also opened up so we had a we had more space i want to deny but we still felt there was no space for women firstly uh-huh. um a few like minded women did come uh, come together there was a lady called sara malkani myself sara tarik we sort of laid the foundation of the um uh, and mary emma we sort of laid the foundation of the um, women lawyers association that's right so we got together we had lots of meetings we met lots mm-hmm. of lawyers um we had like you know these sort of coffee meetups to try and see yeah, yeah. on the same page and then um we had uh, with a, a lawyer who's a, a bit senior than than you know, my my uh, year uh, from india uh, she joined in as well and we i mean it was it was great so then we had a list of founder members we um in the mean we so we said we need to get her registered right Mm-hmm. While that was happening until July 2017, and Sarmal Khan and I uh, representing the association, we felt that we needed this common goal ASAP. Okay. It took a year and a half. <laughs> we had to fight against all odds, get signatures done from mm-hmm. male members, from female members. You know, go go and literally sit at length outside the uh, the city justice at that time. Mm-hmm. Room. And it was very supportive. It was just. the bar bar um council head wouldn't come and help us or they'd say kya auto ke liye kyun kamra chahiye aap to um divide pehla kar rahe hain aap we are progressive in sindh and you want it to be you want us to regress yeah, yeah. so anyway bahut mushkil se humne kaha ki there was no prayer room aap socho ki we had to go outside to the mosque to pray outside the oh. whole premise so we said we need something so um we finally got that done it was a mm. breakthrough thing we got up in the common room we got the prayer room uh, we hold sessions there now so great so that's what we started off doing uske baad we said okay now our our objective is to promote women in the profession mm-hmm. um for them to so when i came in as i said i really didn't know that many people i made friends myself like some people can't do that some people need some support system mm-hmm. others um just don't know you know you feel like a headless chicken the first six months of being in the profession yeah, anyone yeah 
So why not? I mean, for the court system, someone that we complain to, then of course harassment or something which is never addressed in the legal yeah. discussion in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Right? So Mitra Mohan was started going right. He was. What happened was that we have we conducted interviews uh, from a strong uh, a cross section of the lawyers to find out ki kya hota hai kaun. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I've been through harassment too, right? But yeah, yeah. I've been to that extent, and I could stand up and say, "Apne mujhe kyun bola kaise?" A lot of women can't do that, or they don't mm-hmm. feel they can. You know, they have the strength to uh, face up to somebody else. So, us mm-hmm. tarikese, we provided support support system, and we thought, "Okay, you know, we should help her do that." Um, and so, we hold um, small group sessions. So, uh, that's for development sessions. We call them development sessions for women. Okay. And what happens is that us um, uh, men are also, of course, totally allowed to come in, and there's no restriction. हम कॉमन रूम में होल्ड करते हैं वी हैव सीनियर लॉयर्स फीमेल और मेल टू कम इन एंड ड्राफ्टिंग हो गई लीगल रिसर्च स्टफ दैट वी वर नेवर टॉट वी आर लिटरली टीचिंग अटेंडेंस कभी कम होती है कभी ज्यादा डिपेंडिंग ऑन टाइमिंग डिपेंडिंग ऑन सम सम सीनियर्स आर नॉट अलाउइंग द जूनियर्स टू कम इन ड्यूरिंग वर्क आवर्स यू नो बिकॉज़ हमारे भी टाइम रिस्ट्रिक्शंस है राइट वी कांट होल्ड देम एवरी टाइम एवरी टाइम ऑन अ सैटरडे और बिकॉज़ सैटरडे इज वर्किंग फॉर अस टू और वी या या Timings are in the legal profession. There is nothing set in stone. Okay, it's a nine to five thing. Yeah. Never. Or like a six week. Um. Also, or seven day a week actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. what we've been holding Zoom sessions now during the pandemic, so we've held two Zoom sessions, and they've That's been cool. really good because we've had really great like attendance. So yeah. So that's the basic thing of WLA. The our basic motive is just to be there, be there for women, um, promote women, and. So to just have a stand in the whole legal fraternity, okay, as a whole, right, as a community. Mm-hmm. Acha, so uh, one thing that you mentioned before, where when you were trying to get the separate common room, the people from the bar council were saying that, uh, you know, why are you separating this? We're really progressive and stuff like that, and that might not be the case. But one question which um, kind of sits at the back of my mind is, uh, would would it not be better to integrate uh, the WLA or to integrate women into the bar council elections and stuff like that because from my knowledge most people who like you know stand up for the elections for bar council or any position they're mostly mostly male so, so yeah, yeah go ahead so, so yeah that's another thing we have you know that's also been said and decided that we will stand up in um, for judgeship as well as you know, this I mean, I still do not qualify for that, but uh, you know, age-wise, uh, but there are mm-hmm. a few of our members, a few of our board members actually, who do qualify. So they mm-hmm. are going to actually, you know, maybe inshallah become judges or be in the running for for judgeship. So that's one mm-hmm. thing. As far as we talk about the bar council, uh, so yeah, so the Sindh Bar Association, where um, we've all said that we want to, you know, maybe in the next year or two, when we qualify, depending on our years of practice. uh the plan is to stand there we stand mm-hmm. for the election we have had a few ladies who have been a part of it mm-hmm. one was a member of uh, wla but when i say a member she wasn't an active member she was just you know, somebody who was there yeah um but apart from that we do have women um maybe not uh, members of the wla but they have been part of the bar council in the past and even this okay. year there's a lady called humaira who's amazing she's actually mm-hmm. helped with sort of things so um the one good thing about this year's bar association And I will like to point that out. I said um, uh, they've got they've got a very progressive president, right? That's good. And okay. because of that, um, so he you know he asked me personally, and then we had uh, the lady who was part of the association as well. 
and we had training um we conducted training for uh, women so we had like quran dazi uh, for women who were um who had to travel to um court with the uh, on buses or on you know rickshaws etc and could not on public transport basically mm. or did not have a means of transport and what happened was that um, we got uh, 50 uh, women uh, bikes so we got them oh, that's cool. okay that to to train them to ride bikes which is great Since the foundation had that for that, um, at the moment of the pandemic, we, you know we're a bit short. Most people, yeah, yeah. That's a great thing. I was learning myself because I thought, hey, I don't, I don't get the bike, but I'd rather you know learn because why not? Yeah, like, why not? Yeah. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, so uh, another thing which I wanted to ask you about was, um, you joined, you started, uh, your, let's say, professional, um. kind of journey in law in 2011 so one thing i wanted to ask you was what how stark of a difference is there between 2011 and 2020 it has there been quite a bit of progression obviously you mentioned that uh, the president of the bar council is pre- a pretty progressive guy guy yeah pretty progressive guy and uh, he's helping a lot but uh, when i when i look at the legal industry as a whole i don't i don't think um, you know there is obviously the fraternity itself there's the judges and who are involved in that but i think it's on a whole it's more of a cultural issue yeah. like it's it's the it's the people as well like uh, there are a lot of examples where people just refuse to to have a female lawyer ke or you know just d- completely discredit them again ke i i don't want to have a female lawyer ye kya mazak hai etc etc so from 2011 to 2020 just a little bit of a comparison what has changed and what has stayed the same so the first um, shock that i got was because you know when you, when you work in england and you work in, in pakistan you feel mm-hmm. like wow you know uh, so that was a first shock but then when i came in i was like this i felt there were fewer women mm-hmm. in 2011 mm-hmm. but there were still strong women there saying we're going to argue we're going to argue our way up yeah we're going to be successful um i feel that uh, i think yes you were maybe stared upon more people mm-hmm. recognize you <laughs> you know things like that which are very common unfortunately even though you feel that you yeah. shouldn't um uh, yes i think the from 11 to 2020 the profession overall has progressed a lot women mm-hmm. there's so many more women younger girls joining the profession and they are determined they are confident i mean it's also the mindset you know we call it the millennial mindset which we yeah. direct we have it's true we, women are much more confident now and because they're confident they exude that that confidence people respect more people understand that they that this is they're going to be here now you know every office now has a lot of women working or partnering with one or two which not hire women at all which mm-hmm. i would not comment on Yeah. If you're a bad lawyer, you won't get it anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you see, 
अब ये हो गया पहले था अजर्मेंट कल्चर अभी भी है प्लेटफॉर्म बट आर देर एनी सिस्टम्स इन प्लेस pre existing the wla which kind of help you deal with that and if they are are they kind of disregarded as a lot of laws are in over here or is there is there a thing that okay there's some sort of credibility if something happens uh men or women they do stand up there's there's certain accountability that comes with that or is that just not present so i'll say yeah keeping the wla aside uh, we have a 2010 uh, harassment workplace act right mm-hmm. and us that act was really um changed been a life uh, changing um thing for a lot of people i'll say so mm-hmm. in that legislation has a lot of value it holds a lot of um, um yeah a lot of weight i'd like to say because the thing is that now people are you are by that act every um office has to have some sort of a notice which states the act hai right kya hote hain okay right? okay huh. उसके अलावा Okay. Some law, if you go outside the legal profession, a lot of big firms, a lot of even smaller firms are now uh, very aware of this act, and okay. they know. Harassment. I mean, I've drafted so many harassment policies, so many mm-hmm. sexual harassment policies for 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 business. Now, preceding the act or preceding the 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 whole um, uproar, the whole even the whole Me Too movement, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You would get harassed. You would go complain, and then you would be fired, or you would leave yourself because it got got to a point where nothing would happen. Very mm-hmm. few uh, firms would or offices would um, accommodate employees who would come up and and file you know a complaint to the boss or to the senior admin head or the HR head, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the act ki wajah se kafi progression ho rahi hai, and uski wajah se a lot of people now know their rights, which is great because pehle nahi tha ye. Um, I mean, I myself, like for example, if I went up and, uh, in fact, my experience is great because I want. I was basically just someone was com. A colleague kept on commenting on me being shady and being critical and whatnot, whatnot, and what point. And it was it got to a point where I just could not hack it anymore because you know mm-hmm. I was very strong within myself to to put him down. But when I did go to my then employer, he uh, he didn't even he, you know he sort of 
sat down, told that guy, "Give him a warning." When that same guy did, did, did something similar with another colleague of mine, uh-huh. right? Very soon after, that man was fired. Oh, so, oh know, this was, this was happening in in your firm. In my firm, two thousand. So that okay. you know, that's something that you stand and think, "Oh wow, okay, that that did happen too." So you know, give credit where it's due. Yeah. who are really great you know who mm-hmm. know how to handle this but up at ki wajah se you follow that path mm-hmm. i think so, it's also it's also a little bit to do with the fact that being a lawyer is a very again very literate profession you have to you have to do extensive studying on everything and and uh, when you're studying uh, law in pakistan as well you're not really studying law in pakistan you're first studying law in england and how it works there So I think there there must be some sort of you know like any person who would go and start studying that would have some sort of realization that oh you know ये गलत है या there must be some sort of correlation. अच्छा another thing which I wanted to ask you about is um, naturally there's a big disparity between um, people who are educated and people who are not educated or don't have the credentials uh, or don't have the opportunity to go study abroad. So uh the wla or any other other sort of uh, system in check are they educating these women not just in law just in general around pakistan about their rights and um i know i know there are i'm sure but i would just like some more detail about about that from you okay sure so um it's not a wla project to speak but what's happening is that i have come i i personally have gotten um so you know we've sort of formed like a a network of four or five women lawyers mm-hmm. uh one from peshawar one from um kolcha one from sambal one from lahore and what we've done is that we are now uh, sort of with it started off with uh, the kahwa khel um, law associates uh, so we called zina in peshawar mm-hmm. it was her idea and then we sort of got on board over doing especially rights more than education I means this is one aspect which it is um about a nikah uh, the the rights of a woman on her nikah now which is you know okay. something that which people very, overlook uh, yeah okay yeah it's very close to my heart because the amount of cases that i have dealt with and the amount of uh, women who i have seen it to be sitting cry over their rights not them not getting any rights not getting any alimony uh-huh. and ये है कि um, so, this is one of the sort of project that we started उससे ये है कि um, हर लैंग्वेज में निका नामा को एक्सप्लेन किया जाएगा उस पे सेकंड पेज यहां आपकी हक जो हकूक है और तो कि वो विल बी यू नो वी विल सर्च स्पीक अबाउट दैट इलैबोरेट ऑन एग्जैक्टली व्हाट कैन बी रिटन ऑन ऑन द सेकंड पेज नाउ राइट only a process to the nikanama but mm-hmm. that's still a start so it's me here as a siraiki balochi um yeah yeah uh gilgit uh, balti hai language wahan par wahan bol language bol sakte but jo bhi hai namely matlab any language you think of we are trying to translate this and make it into a language that we can understand 
उसके अलावा ये है कि आई अगेन दिस इज नॉट अ प्रोजेक्ट ऑफ एनी एसोसिएशन आई डू लॉट ऑफ I do a lot of family okay. law professional, uh, and uh, not because I have a predominantly family law practice, but because I feel that that is where you meet someone most. Yeah, However, for sure. Uh, right. So, especially divorce, fala, custody, guardianship. Mm-hmm. There are there are times people don't have enough money, and especially for clients or ladies who are in bad abusive uh, relationships, who have domestic violence cases, who have ready domestic violence cases to be filed, but they don't know how to go about it. Yeah. उसके अलावा उनको क्या program which are now in the in the making i won't say there's something which is out there right now but we're trying we're trying our best i mean for example hamari jo law mein hai it's not awareness so much but hamare law mein um and the uh, family ordinance muslim family ordinance uh, we there is no such thing as as uh, maintenance after um divorce yeah right agar aapne agar ek lady ko file for khuda she does not get um her uh, she does not get the haq mein hai right ha 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 not very educated her whole life is revolved around her husband then what yeah yeah, yeah. <coughs> sorry so yeah so then what happens that's it um she is a lot she's on her own this, is, this happened in front of me this lady had to go to a panagar at 3 am in the morning because okay. she had no her parents had passed away she had no marital mm. property so what we're doing now is and i'm just something is very close to my heart um we are trying to well i've done our research i've we've had teams uh, of i've made teams to conduct research and uh, we are going to draft a legislation now inshallah not for alimony so much for marital property but in a way to say that a woman should be given a certain percentage after she is divorced or she has been granted khula for her to at least get on her feet i'm not yeah. saying someone should not be supported for the rest of her life i understand right. the marriages are just one rotten and whatever it may be it's not always the man's fault i even understand that but we have to have some sort of platform for women to be supported okay so so on instagram you mentioned when we were talking that you could talk about the legislation that's the legislation in question yeah. all right cool so i got to it myself i didn't even cuz in my notes i've written legislation you're working on question mark <laughs> <laughs> it's all yeah. good it came yeah. up naturally um yeah so 
just just to sort of close things off um what are some of the changes which um you would like to see in the legal profession itself if any no of course uh, there's always room for improvement i feel mm-hmm. just like more representation of women in the bar association is something that i really like to see mm-hmm. i'd like to see a lot more women standing up and arguing um i want i would love to see employees give them that chance and opportunity apart from that also to give them that confidence so to boost their morale and to tell them that you know you're doing well yeah. and not to see that they don't work and i mean mm-hmm. there are lots of women who as i said have um you know they may not be studied abroad but they're very smart they've studied from here they've done well for themselves they just want they just need that opportunity you know mm-hmm. to argue at least to be given that confidence and i think yeah. that is it there needs to be some sort of trust okay yeah, she she'll do a good job yeah i feel integration is great it's become much better than before there's again yeah, for sure for it to, like improve and for it to progress we are i, I think it's going to be very progressive thinking uh, you know bar if you want to call it that if you mm-hmm. if i For all our lawyers, but um, I feel that you know there's even more room, and I think that we should um, sort of join hands and say, okay, for even if it's the WLA or any other organization for women, to work with women development and why not? You know, I mean, work towards so many other things. Mm-hmm. Um, this case, a court should also be a safe space for a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she should not have to be stereotyped by the people. She should not be uncomfortable coming in there. People are at the moment. And it's it's progress. It's much better, but I feel that you know why not? Well, why not put it down, saying that there should be no harassment, have it in the court. So that would be great. All right, that sounds good. Should we should we wrap it up? Is there anything which you would like to say? Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Uh, you're one of the first few people I approached, and you're like, yeah, sure. And I was like, cool. It's going well so far. And yeah. Uh, Yeah all right thank you so much for coming on it was my it was entirely my pleasure i learned a lot uh i'm going to stop the recording and then we're going to do the recap cool.